Broadcasting from the small business capital of America. This is WIIFM Milwaukee. An idea coach station. This episode is a special edition recorded live in the Podcast Town studios at the Idea Collective Retreat for Small Business Owners. The Idea Collective community is the business family you choose to build your business. Small business doesn't have to be so hard. Learn more about our fast-growing and fun group at ideacoachmedia.com slash idea. Now, on with the show. So, hey, this is Wendy with Profit Upchuck, and today I'm talking with Miss Serena. Hi, Serena. Hi. <laughs> excited to be here. Yeah. So normally on this podcast, as people who already listen, um, I ask some crazy questions. I ask things like, name two things you would take to, with you to a desert island. Okay. What would those two things be that you have to have? We just jump into it on my podcast. We're awesome. just going to. That's perfect. <laughs> a phone. So I'm thinking books. So I'd want Audible. Okay. Got to have some Wi Fi. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of requirements. Right? Oh, and a surfboard. I okay. To surf. Awesome. And the reason why I do that is when I ask these icebreaker questions, I feel like I get to know the person on a more personal level. Yeah. You know, because when we're networking, I'm all about networking and getting to know people. People tend to show up in this entrepreneurial box. Yes. You know, we have this wall we put up and I don't want to necessarily know that the entrepreneur you, I want to know who you are because that's who who I'm going to know, like, and trust and refer to other people. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so I own the Mindset Transformation Company, and I'm a transformational coach. So I help people who are feeling overwhelmed and really out of control in their emotions. So they're having reactions, and they're like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm responding in this way that I don't like, and I'm reacting to things, and I want to have more control and be able to make wise decisions and trust myself and not second-guess things, not feel overwhelmed, maybe be able to say no. And so I help business owners and individuals do that so that they can understand First of all, like what's going on? What are my beliefs and old programming that's causing the reactions? And then being able to change them to create the re response that they want, the life, the business that they want. Wow. So that's a lot. And I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there right now that are really struggling. Yeah. And yeah, I've been I've been talking to people about it because of COVID and because the one of the things we like least as humans is uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Like we'll take bad news over <laughs> uncertainty anytime. Yes. And so it's like if we have a bucket and it can only handle so much stress, it's already like half full right now with uncertainty yeah. about, you know, the world that we're in and so many things and, you know, COVID and all all of that. And so. Yeah, it is a big deal. And to be able, even in that, even in uncertainty, even when I don't know what's going to happen, even in, you know, those situations to be able to respond instead of react, it's a requirement now, I think, where maybe we could get away with it in the past. Right. Yeah. And like you said, if it's already half full and then something negative happens in their lives, yeah. you know, maybe a loved one gets sick or something bad happens in their business or they're not making sales, I feel like that just really overflows that cup almost immediately for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And little things, you know, little things I think are adding up more than they did in the past. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And so do you feel like with that, on top of that, do you feel like as entrepreneurs are coming in with all this imposter syndrome too? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a few reasons for that. And I know you were talking about like the how icebreaker questions, mm -hmm. like how they, why they work. Right. And I think we have imposter syndrome because we think this is what an entrepreneur should be. And if you're going to sell something, you should know 
everything and you should be perfect. And we have all these expectations around that. So imposter syndrome is huge because we think things should look a certain way. And I'm just a human and I make mistakes and I don't know stuff. And I know the dumb things that I've done, right? So we need to really think about that differently and and work through that in order to come to the table with confidence and not insecurity. I was always afraid as being an entrepreneur that I couldn't show up as me, especially on social media. Yes. Because I'm a goofball. I yes. like to joke around and I, I withheld that for a long time. Like people who were close with me knew that's me. But then I kept showing up like I'm this entrepreneur I think people want to see. Like if, if I give my opinions on things, people are going to just not like me anymore. And that's so huge. I, it, it's really hard because, you know, you feel like you're alienating part of your audience by showing up as exactly who you are when realistically for me, when I started doing that, especially during the pandemic is when I really honed in on this. Yes. When I showed up as me, it just kind of like allowed the people who were drawn to, to who I truly am show up. They started showing up in my world. Yeah, it's huge. And we have, again, what is a business owner? They should be smart and maybe they should dress this way right. and they should be a professional all the time, right? And we put shoulds on it. Yeah. And it's really not the marketplace we live in now, but I think it used to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that what's happening that's fantastic and wonderful is you used to have to look and and talk and be a certain way. And that's what people were expecting. And that's what, you know, it was, there, there was a requirement and there's this huge shift to, right. I want to know the real you and figure out, like you were saying, the no like, and trust factor. Yeah, And that's a big ask for entrepreneurs. It is scary to be the yeah. real me and maybe you won't like me. And is it okay that I'm goofy? Is it okay that I make mistakes? I think for me as a coach, you know, it's like, I'm supposed to know everything. Like, this is what I put on myself. I'm supposed to know everything. Right. And so then if I do something stupid or if I make a mistake, <laughs> I'm like, oh God, you know, I can't coach right. or what are they going to think? Or they're going to judge me. Yeah, That imposter syndrome really jumps in. And yeah, you know, if we've been doing this for a while. I think of the new entrepreneurs coming into the world right now. Yeah. You know, you had a great conversation with my daughter who is an up and coming entrepreneur and she's trying to jump into it, but she really held back thinking everything had to be perfect yes. before she jumped into it. And of course I'm mom. So by me telling her. <laughs> Your opinion does not matter. <laughs> right. Like, like she listens to me. I, I get that. But it really helped like when, you know, you guys met at, yeah. at a former conference. And she just really listened to you and the other lady at the counter, you know, and she's like, wow, mom, she's like, you know, this is great. It just gave her so much more confidence that she could do this. Well, and I think this is, again, why we like icebreakers is we find out people's humanity, right? We all put on our pants the same way. We all mess up and we can take down that facade of, of like, you know, some people look amazing and perfect to me. Like I just imagine their lives. I'm like, oh my God, they probably do everything right. And they have this amazing routine and they're like super smart (laughs) and like, you know, all of these things. And then when you ask an icebreaker, it, it joins you and you're like, oh, you're, you're a normal human as well. And so for your daughter, like, oh, these business owners, like I talk to them and oh, they're really normal. And oh, you know, they talk about the things they did wrong. And that's like what I did wrong. And then we have a connection, right? right? 
And I think it helps with her because she does have, you know, she struggles with mental health issues Mm -hmm. and she wants to be open about it. And so to be able to talk to people who she walked into this conference that we were all at, like, oh, all these women are so confident and I bet nobody struggles with mental health issues and I'm the only one. And then when she got to talk to everybody who was so kind to her, she's like, oh my gosh, mom, you know, this is, this is a thing. Like people do struggle. Yes. You know, you see people on stages and speaking and they're dressed to the nines and you think, oh, they've got it all together. And then when they step off that stage and you have a real conversation, you know, she she was laughing. She's like, some people even have like the same diagnosis as I have. Yeah. You know, but that's, that makes such a huge difference. Yeah. And it also, there's a one woman, um, her name is Lacey Phillips and she uses the word expander. So when we see like, oh, you're succeeding and you're dealing with this and and you have this diagnosis and you're a normal human that messes up. It gives us permission to do the same, right? Like, yes. it, like it did with her. But it's so important to have the conversations. Again, it's so we're, we're in an exciting time, I think, when we can share these things and talk about these things. And there's a, a hunger and a need for it, yeah. I think, as well. And that's why people, when you do, you know, when you are yourself, they're they're latching onto it because we need that right. connection, right? We're all we've been so isolated. Yeah. And as humans we need connection. I love the and that you were talking about. Cause it used to be, but mm-hmm. I'm successful, but I deal with this instead of and I deal with this. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I just had like my my mind blown. Just with ah, that, yeah. those, that that little word makes such a difference. And yeah. Wow. <laughs> it seems like such a small thing, but I just was like, wow. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I just think it's so, there's so many people being brave, mm-hmm. you know, in positions of authority or power or influence or success saying that, speaking right. out about that. It's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes so much sense. So like I've noticed in groups when I do these, I call them crazy icebreaker questions and people are like, oh, but I'm like, when when you're in a group of people and you all have to answer the same question, it, you can see light bulbs go off. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, that person likes this thing too. Or, you know, like for me, music is my love language. Like if you speak music, we're going to get along great. That's awesome. Because <laughs> I love all different varieties. And so when I ask people, you know, what's your theme song? Whatever the answer, I I can tell a lot about that person mm-hmm. just by their theme song and how they think for whatever reason. That's my love language. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have people in a group who I just love and admire, but music's not their thing. They'd look at me like a deer in the headlights, like, oh, what's your theme song today? They're like, I don't know. Right. And then I, and it boggles my mind, like, how can you not know? You just got songs in your head all the time. Is <laughs> yeah. that right? I speak yeah. in lyrics. That's funny. My husband and I actually, we text each other lyrics sometimes. Oh. Inappropriate a lot of times, but. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. You know? So I think it's really interesting as far as the mindset goes of an entrepreneur. If we, It's almost like we knock them off of that uh, perfection peg a little bit when we ask the questions then they're like, oh, it kind of wakes them up. Like, oh, I get to, I get to show up as me. I get to answer this as like who I am, because they don't, they don't really have that conversation. I don't think they don't go show up thinking, how would I answer this as an entrepreneur? What song should I pick that's appropriate? Right. They're usually just like shooting from the hip. Like, oh, it's got to be Pat Benatar. Hit him with your best shot. That's my song. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah, and it and it also again gets us to the place where we're not like, okay, here's my pitch. That I've been yeah. practicing for two years and it's really <laughs> polished and yes. I'm, I can just, I'm really good at it. And yeah, being off kilter, you're going to get a more human answer. Yeah. Not that our pitches are bad, but. No, but I think because we've all been 
practicing and we all signed up for the courses and we've taken the trainings on how to pitch ourselves professionally and we have all these fancy words and I help and and I inspire and motivate people to do XYZ. I tend to gloss over now because mm-hmm. I've heard so many pitches and I'm like, just tell me what you do. And it's fascinating. I'm just remembering as you're saying this, we were at a I was at a conference earlier this year and they were talking about what's your morning routine. And this man who's the head of a big company He's like, I listen, I like to listen to Dolly Parton's nine to five in the morning. So he's this, you know, <laughs> professional in a suit, you know, respectable owner of a company. And I remember that. Yeah. Right. And you instantly loved him versus like yeah. da, 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 this is what I do, <laughs> you know? So what you're doing is actually a gift because you're connecting people in a way that will remember versus right. what we all kind of get used to and gloss over hearing. Because yeah. we were, you were humans. We want human. We don't yeah. want like a well-rehearsed <laughs> situation, you know? Right. And the reason why I kind of stumbled across this was two different things. But the main one was I held a summit and I had to find different uh, speakers for my stage. And it was all about business. So I had six different categories, you know, marketing, sales, time management, all the basic stuff. And I know people and coaches and, and speakers like, at least 10 in each one of those categories. But when I was going to fill those slots, certain people right away came to mind. Mm-hmm. And so I had a question, okay, why why that person? And mm-hmm. I realized it's because our vibes yeah. <laughs> matched. Yeah, Like they have that sense of humor. It wasn't so much that they were like the absolute best, which of course all my friends are the absolute best at what they do. Yes. But still, the ones I went with were the ones that we really just got along personality-wise. And they were the ones who just clicked with me. Yeah. Again, it's, I feel like we're in a different world Yes, where it was in the past about, you know, being the best dressed, looking the best, being the most polished, all of that kind of stuff. And now it's great because we're like, okay, let's cut the BS. Who actually feels good to be in the room with? Right. And as we are working on attracting sales and networking and growing our business that's a more important thing to be focused on is how am i showing up how am i making people feel how comfortable am i am i being authentic and real right you know and i think that's that can be loaded like what is authentic for you you understood like that's a little goofy and then allowing that allowing that part of yourself to shine through whatever that looks like for people music goofy you know for me i'm a little nerdy and i'm not funny like i don't have a good sense of humor (laughs) i had this idea like oh if you're going to do a podcast and you're going to speak you need to be funny and i'm like i'm accidentally funny where i'll say something stupid but i'm not like really on purpose funny yeah like but that's okay see in in allowing that yeah but see i love people like like you who are accidentally funny (laughs) i'm great material for people who are funny (laughs) yes but it's great because that's to me authentic yeah. You're not trying overly hard, like, oh, I have to be funny. So I'm going to think of all these different little It's terrible things to if say. I try. It's just <laughs> not good. So yes. do, you, do you think because of the virtual world, it kind of forced everyone's hand? Because when we, we were in person, I think you see more of who people are in person, even though we try to show up as, you know, these mm-hmm. entrepreneur robots. But right. in person, I think you have the side conversations. You can get to know people. But the virtual world, how do you think that that's, do you think it's changed people wanting really longing for that authenticity and the personal? I think it's kind of like what we are at home. We're in our PJs. I think we're just kind of chilled (laughs) out a lot about stuff, you know? And I also think maybe we're disillusioned with the whole idea 
I mean, and this may be too high level, but like with the American dream, we're watching yeah. people who've worked for corporations for 35 years get pushed out. Yeah. And I think it's making people think differently about what we have to do to succeed. And we live in a world with yeah. YouTube and TikTok and <laughs> spaces where people are like dancing and they're succeeding. Like, I think just the way that we're thinking about business in general is changing. And then to your point with Zoom, it's like, we, yeah. it's you're automatically more comfortable, I think, in your house. You're more comfortable yeah. in that situation. And so I just think a lot of walls have come down in that way because yeah. we need it and we want it. It's yeah. a good shift. And I call it my business mullet yeah. when I'm on Zoom. Yeah. I am professional on the top, but guaranteed I got pajama bottoms and my slippers on on the bottom. And there's just, there's a level of, I don't want to say pretentiousness, but there's a level of professionality that mm -hmm. you like can't get to with PJs on your bottom, right? <laughs> exactly. Like you're just going to be a little more chill. <laughs> right. I think <laughs> you're right. Good. <laughs> and that's, and I love that because that's total mindset stuff there. Yeah. You know, so when we do that, it's more like, okay, I can be relaxed where if I was like all dressed up and in heels and even if I was on Zoom, you know, I would feel like I gotta. Sh I, I think I'd sit up straighter and try and try yeah. and be more, not try to be inauthentic, but I think it would come across as inauthentic. Yeah. For people who know me. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a lot of PJ bottoms, like, for the different days of the weeks? I kind of do. That's fantastic. So, I love yeah. it. So, so I was doing laundry the other day. And as I'm putting clothes away, I have a, a drawer for jeans and a drawer for, like, pajama bottoms and um, yoga pants, just yeah. the kind of around the house. And I realized I can't fit them all in that drawer anymore. <laughs> like the jeans drawer, that's been that's been pretty level. But, the, <laughs> but now when I shop, if, if it looks cozy... I want it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't even shop for jeans anymore or, yeah. or pants or, you know, dress pants. I'm like, just give me the comfy, cozy. Yeah. There's a woman, <laughs> Laura Clary. I don't know. She's, she's on Instagram, but she started selling yes. PJs during the pandemic. And like, that's genius. And I, I know who you're talking about and I love her because she is so authentic. Yeah. If you she want an shows example. up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I think her and her husband, um, did one where they had the maternity underwear on or something where they dance or something <laughs> yeah. in them. I loved it. See, that's my kind of people. Yeah. People who could, and I, I still struggle with showing up a hundred percent that way sometimes because I don't want to be judged, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, and I think that's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay to, to figure out what that looks like for us. Because for me, I think one thing I'm realizing is I'm just not, that over the top and I thought well then I'm boring right I'm yeah. boring if I'm not going to dance around in like <laughs> your underwear. The underwear you know <laughs> and like giving myself permission I'm just maybe a little more quiet like I said a little more nerdy I'm not as funny like I've had to lean into that you know yeah. figuring out what that all is and the other thing I that I've been realizing is we don't have to be all the things like you can you can dance around at home you don't necessarily have to do it online but it, these are hard things to navigate you know right. they take practice and it's mostly like what's fun what feels good right and what's you and that's yeah. a wonderful space to be and i think that what you just said the what's you mm -hmm. because otherwise if we're trying too hard to be too over the top we're being inauthentic again yeah just because and I admire people like that who are like her who just can get out there and and do that. That's and like, herself whether there's a camera or not, right? Right. So who are who are we when there's a camera or not? Yeah. Right. Even though I usually will do TikToks when my husband's not home because there's times when literally I have been running through the house with props and he comes in, I'm like a deer in the headlights. Like he's like, What are you doing? I'm like, I'm making a TikTok. <laughs> Go back out in the garage. <laughs> I need to follow you on TikTok. That sounds fun. Yes.
So this has been great talking to you, Serena. I, of course, we, we knew each other before you were on the podcast, which I love, and you've been instrumental in um, really helping my daughter, even though it was a kind of a brief conversation at a conference for the most part, just one weekend, but it's made such an impact on her. So I just want to personally thank you because I don't know if I got to do that yet. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> you know? that. And yeah. kudos to you, mama, for bringing her. Don't make me cry. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So she's, she's amazing. Yeah. yeah there, she's pretty awesome. So um, we'll wrap it up. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Like any um, contact information if someone wants to get a hold of you and learn more about what you do? Sure. Thanks. You can find me at Serena Talbot. So if you can spell my name, C-Y-R-I-N-A-T-A-L-B-O-T-T on Facebook, Instagram, or serenatalbot.com. Yep. And you're part of an amazing group called Resilient You. Is that the name? There's a Resilient You Facebook group. Yes. Yeah. I'm a member of that. And if you definitely need inspiration, it's a wonderful group to join. Yes. So just a little shout out for your group. But otherwise, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to this special edition recorded live in the Podcast Town studios at the Idea Collective Retreat for Small Business Owners. Podcast Town is your complete podcasting solution to help you grow your show. Get help to launch, book, produce, monetize, and more. Podcast Town makes it easy. Just show up and perform. Learn more at podcasttown.net.